Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hey, welcome to the Rosecast, the number one Bachelorette recap podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo. My enthusiasm is fake, and here's why. <laughs> we just recorded the longest episode. I'm using the, the past tense of the verb. We recorded the longest episode. Recorded. Recorded. It happened. Did. The longest episode in the history of the show is one hour and 48 minutes. Wow. I looked at that and I thought, man, rough, rough day of editing ahead. Not looking forward to this. <laughs> Imagine my surprise, shock, anger. When AB said to me, got a situation here, Rim. This file is unusable. Long story short, we're re-recording the episode for the people and our advertisers and our advertisers also, but mostly the people. <laughs> If we didn't have contracts, we wouldn't be doing this. Mostly the people. So if it feels like, hey, it, your laugh sounds forced there, Rim. Or, wow, that jo- that great joke from Rim, Abe, you didn't really like it like he usually likes it. It's because he's heard it already. Okay? I'm going to use the same <laughs> jokes. We're doing the same bits. It's going to be shorter. It's not going to be an hour and 45 minutes. We're going to save a special segment for Instagram TV only. See, little marketing genius came out of this. Wow. Um, AB, do you have anything to say? I think it'll be a more polished product, Rim. I didn't like, can I be honest? I didn't like the last episode. It was a dry run. We had a dry run. Now we're ready to go. We know what's going to work, what's not going to work. We're not going to be fumbling over our words. I think they're going to get a good episode here. I do too. And you know, we've only done about 300 podcast episodes. You need, you you know, NBA players still practice. And that was a really long practice. Uh, my name is Tim. With me as always is AB if you're a new listener. By the way, new listeners, never happens. This never happens. You can come to expect quality audio on an, in a timely manner with us, okay? Period. In this episode, <laughs> Peter, back in the mix, kiss-wise, smooth makeout, lane etiquette with Luke and Garrett, uh, mm-hmm. with Jed, make it through the first round of American Idol auditions. Uh, another nudity controversy. The people in charge of the black bars are playing fast and loose with what the word naked means. We got the mailbag. We got power rankings. It's a packed show. But before we get into that, 
God, this is natural. We're natural, ZP. How? I mean, how can I you mean, make it seem it just, like I just said this stuff? I just said <laughs> oh, all wow, these things. Incredible. <laughs> but before we get into that, let's uh, let's take a moment to appreciate the people of Rosecast Nation who picked up some merch last week. Thank you so much. Thank you. Round of applause. People are already getting their orders um, and tagging us in posts and such, showing us wearing their shirts or their mugs or what have you. It's nice to see. Thank you. Thank you. I think a lot. I, we sold a lot more than we expected to. So we very much appreciate it. Anything on that, AB? No, I just love to see it. So if you cool. get your gear, take a picture. And send it to us, please. Yeah, if you don't mind sharing it on social media, we would appreciate. Uh, our tags are at Rosecast Podcast across the board. AB, let's get to Riga, Latvia. It's beautiful. Eastern Europe is beautiful. Another place for a fresh start for Hannah. Um, it seems to me like every city they go to got to have a fresh start. At a certain point, after maybe the third fresh start, if you want to forget the previous leak, you got to look at maybe what is causing the week's to not be so great and maybe extract maybe, that from the situation maybe hannah there's a reason a consistent reason that you feel like you can't have rose ceremonies and you need a fresh start <laughs> you need to start new with all the guys maybe pick that reason out and try to figure that out instead of just moving the boys are thrilled with their accommodations in riga ab now just once, I would like to see contestants pop into a hotel room and say, you know, this isn't that great. There's nine of us here. There's not enough room <laughs> in this Rhode Island. Room. Yeah, I prefer Rhode Island. I don't like the climate in the place we're in. I don't like the decoration here. My bed isn't great. I just, I would appreciate some honesty in that regard. Date card goes to Garrett. Every word I say, I'm thinking, can they tell? I've just, I'm in, as they say on the show. <laughs> I'm in my own head, AB. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about what the audience is going to... I'd say I'm petrified about what the audience is going to think about this Here's episode. Thing, I'm terrified to put this out. The first episode was so long that I don't even remember what we talked about. So this is all fresh to me again. It seemed like yesterday. <laughs> uh, Luke, after Garrett gets a date card, says this is the first time that he was actually genuinely jealous of someone else, oh else which is extremely hard to believe. Yeah, I mean, he's consistently boiling over with rage, Rim. A constant rage. Uh, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Nice one. He said, I know for a fact that no guy here feels the way about Hannah that I do. I know that for a fact. Everyone else okay. knows it. Sure. Definitely no one feels like you do, Luke. That's for certain. He also says he thinks Garrett's going to be going home, which just another example of him being delusional about everything. He doesn't, he's not a guy with the, his finger on the pulse of who's getting roses and not. No, oh, absolutely not. He thinks no. he's getting every group day rose. He thinks everybody on the one-on-one -on -one dates is getting sent home. People forget he didn't get a rose on his own group, on his own one-on-one -on -one date. <laughs> People do forget that. I mean, for a guy who didn't get a rose on his own one-on-one -on -one date, he sure is quick to predict who's not getting roses on their one-on-one -on -one dates. The only one, by the way. Yes. No one else <laughs> speculates one on so this. Far. No. One-on-one yeah. -on -one date, daytime. Garrett, Hannah, strolling in the woods. AB, um, not a lot of leaves on the trees. Not the most beautiful time of year outside no. of Riga, would you say? 
Listen, Brim, we don't need to get to Latvia. I know we say that a we lot. We need to get to Riga, get but places. we need to stay in the city we, limits. You need to stay in the city limits because this date, it's in the just in the middle of a forest. It looks like cold winter in Iowa where all the trees are all the trees are bare and they're just it's nothing. This is this is a terrible setting. This is where they shot Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, <laughs> oh, look at that cable. A new joke. New joke. <laughs> oh, look at that cable car, A.B., we got a naked couple bungee jumping coming out of a cable car over the river. Allegedly, the couple, they come out of the river and they talk to him. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly, this is a Latvian tradition, according to the couple who just jumped out naked. Um, for those, Now, for those who didn't watch the, you know, the essentials, the no-no boxes, as Hannah calls them, are covered mm-hmm. by the harness and uh, of... For the for the bungee jump apparatus, I guess you'll say. So, Hannah and Garrett, a little taken aback by this, but they're willing to jump in, both feet. Feet first, but don't do that because you don't jump feet first when you bungee jump. That's how you get your ankle snapped, Tasha. <laughs> they're up in the cable car getting ready to jump. Okay? Hannah's got her brassiere on. One can assume... And we won't get too deep into this, mostly because I don't want to argue with about this with you again. One can assume they had... Uh, underwear on the bottom half. No, we don't assume that, Rim. What do you mean? I, I actually looked at in between when we recorded this episode and recording this episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> the two episodes, I to, yes. I went to Hannah's Instagram and she said I had underwear on the whole time. Confirmed. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. So I, I, I just had to nip it in the bud then. Underwear on the wow. whole time. Incredible. You know, I watched this whole episode, as you know, thinking the, the no underwear. Yeah. I believe that completely nude. I feel bad for spoiling that for you, but you know, <laughs> I'll bleep that out because kids listen. I'll bleep that out. Uh, so anyway, Hannah's got her uh, her top on. And then she says, you know what? I'm going all in on the tradition. They're locked up together. The way you do this is you're kind of hugging the person before you jump out. They're all strapped in. Hannah slips off the brazier, AB. Here's my thing, Rim. You say all in. That's not all in. If I'm doing naked bungee jumping, I'm doing naked bungee jumping. That means bottoms off. Okay. They're coming off. All right. Okay. All right. With someone you don't know that well? Eh. <laughs> I take it you wouldn't. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I don't know. I actually didn't think about that. I was too bent out of shape into, you know, looking at the evidence, the Zapruder film and the the black bars to see if they accidentally missed a spot and we saw something over there. <laughs> I didn't think about whether or not I would do it. Um, I, it would be tough to get me to bungee jump, period, but that's neither here nor there. Anyway, Garrett, we talked about this before, AB, in terms of scary date situations. Mm-hmm. These are good icebreakers. Bungee jumping, for as, much, as often as we see it, having kind of a shared experience where you're both facing a fear with someone you don't know that well, that builds a connection, I think, that wasn't there before. Would you agree? Especially when you overcome it, Rim. When you do something like that and you, you're you with someone and you do something you'll never forget for the rest of your life, that's something that ties you together with that person and makes it hard for you to get rid of them. What do you got on the uh, the little fire by the river? They get down and it's it's party time. Euphoria of what they just experienced is is kicking in, popping bottles of champagne rim. Now, not the most romantic setting as we discussed, 
but it's kind of chilly out. You just had this big you mean kind down of, by the roller dam rim. Yeah, yeah that's not a good of an experience. <laughs> they they talk a little bit about the. I'm just saying you got to cuddle up in the rubs. It's crucy. Uh, they talk a little bit about the tumultuous cocktail ceremony from last week. Garrett says, I'm only focused on you. Doesn't bring up Luke. Romantic makeout. Much improved kisses from Garrett. You pointed out uh, a week or two ago. If, if you'll remember. It was a tough look. He was getting roasted online for his kisses. I thought it was a good day date. They didn't get into too much in terms of deep conversation. I had my, my hopes up that that would happen at night for Garrett and Hannah. The nighttime portion naturally starts with some kind of some indirect genital puns. Sure, you got uh, to. You have to. I mean, there's no other way to open a, a, a nice candlelit dinner is by talking about <laughs> keeping up the facade that this was what they made it out to be. Uh, but Garrett gets serious, AP. So when you're pressed against a wall, you find out a lot about a person. Heights were a big hurdle for me, he says. What's a big hurdle for you in life? That's called a transition, AB. Take something you just did, transition it into getting to know the person a little bit more. What did you make of their discussion? Now, at this point, Rim, I, I wasn't sure about Hannah and Garrett. This is when I realized for sure that this couple... I don't think she's that into him. He asked her a specific question, and she gave him a very vanilla, non-specific response, okay? She she talks about, you know, getting to know her, figuring stuff out about her, and having her tell them stuff that she hasn't told any other people. I don't think that's going to happen with Garrett. Um, kind of a problem, and you mentioned this when we originally recorded this episode, (laughs) the problem is that... (laughs) (laughs) Trying to figure out a way to get you to say that again. The problem, I think, and this is my original thought, is that Hannah is (laughs) your original thought. I'll give my take, Rim. Let me give my take here. Go ahead. You can have this. The problem with Hannah, you can have this. Why don't you stay in your lane, okay? (laughs) Oh, little tie-in. Call back. I'm so (laughs) tie-in. The problem with Hannah here, Rim, is the way she looks at everyone is the same. And she's really good good at making people feel good about their relationship with her. So she's got the biggest smile. She seems so happy, so upbeat that it's hard to really tell who she's really, really into. Okay. The way she was looking at Garrett, I'm like, whoa, this guy, the connection is here. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking, no, I don't think Garrett and her really are that good. So it's hard to tell with her. They talk a little bit about, um, Hannah's big hurdle that Garrett asked her about was not letting others control what I do, living life for myself, which a couple of times on one-on-one dates this episode, Hannah said things that fit in nicely with the Luke storyline that were kind of going against how he's been treating her. She used to let the fear of rejection control her. Now, whether or not she is in love with Garrett, I at least took this moment and I said, you know what? This is true. I see this change. I mean, Bachelor contestant Hannah was a lot more, I think, stiff, closed off, afraid to be herself. Bachelorette Hannah, I think, is more loose. I think even though we're not getting to know intimate details about her life, I think we get we're seeing what Hannah's like day to day. 
I agree. We're getting real Hannah. I think that's accurate. Back at the house. Dustin's talking about potentially getting a one-on-one date, which is good. It's good to have dreams. Um, <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> Dylan says, yeah, Dustin, I mean, me, you, Peter, we haven't had one-on-one dates. Like, I know how you feel, man. He, it, Dylan, buddy, I, do not, lo- come on, be, read the room. Do not lump yourself in with Peter. That is, that's a reach a little bit. I'm not even sure Dylan's kissed Hannah yet. Peter, meanwhile, has not had a one-on-one date, but he's had some one-on-one time. <laughs> I wonder who's going to get the date here, Rim. Yeah. Peter. The one-on-one date. The front runner, the, guy, the leader of the house, or is it going to be the nose ring guy in the other wallflower who no one knows their name seven episodes into the season? Who's it going to be? Have you ever seen a more obvious one-on-one card choice? Frankly, I've never seen a more obvious who's going home with nine guys left midway through the episode. I'm like, all right, well, they're going to eliminate two Two and it's these two. We know exactly who they are. (laughs) And and no disrespect to Dustin, whose name I know and AB's apparently doesn't. When you have a facial piercing... Yeah, and you never say anything. Rarely on screen, you're going to be known by your facial piercing. That's I mean, just kind of one goes. of that's kind of one of my things is not getting to know people that I have already ruled out. I don't even bother getting to know their names. It's Group just one date of my card. That's 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 rude. <laughs> that's nice of you. <laughs> Group date card: Mike, Jed, Tyler, Dustin, Luke, Connor, Dylan. Peter mm-hmm. gets the one-on-one. Uh, Mike, being the nice guy that he is, he tries to convince Dylan and Dustin, hey, maybe you two will get the one-on-one dates next week. (laughs) Not sure how he said it without bursting out laughing. It's such a silly, silly notion. Everyone in the room knew who's going home when that date card was read. (laughs) She gets two one-on-ones per week. You think she's going to waste it on Dustin and Dylan, Mike? Week eight, let's just try it out with Dylan. No. Nice guys. Come on. Nice guys. Hope to see him in paradise. I like nice guys. No, no, I like no. nice Hold guys. Up. I like nice people in paradise. There's so many people in the running for paradise. You want to waste yes. a spot on this guy named Dylan. I like Dylan. He does funny faces. And there's no <laughs> there's no population limit in paradise. You can add as many people as you want. Mix them up. Back on the date. Garrett makes what I think we can both agree maybe uh, just a fatal mistake ab what did he do here garrett talking about his family life he says his family's big into football he him and his brothers played but he realized at some point football it means it just means more in the sec okay it means a lot he realized at some point in his life hey i don't like football And he, for some reason, told this to Hannah, the girl, the Roll Tide uh, football queen of the South. Sure. The one thing I would say she cares about most in this life is football. (laughs) Okay? And Dylan, oh, not Dylan. What's his name? I forgot his name, too, because he's no longer a contender either. Oh, that's... (laughs) And Garrett... Told her he doesn't like football. Hated. Hated football. That is, you're dead. I think he, no, no, see, uh, I think he misspoke. Wouldn't be the first time he misspeaks on this date. He, He was a player. He said, I hated football. I think that meant he hated playing football, which is reasonable. 
That's not what me and Hannah thought. No, as I, I think can tell Hannah, by from I her face. Hannah, okay. <laughs> it led him to golf, though. Garrett used this anecdote as an to illustrate him no longer living his life for others. He felt pressure from his family or whatever that this was the life he wanted he was going to pursue and he decided, okay, no, I actually prefer golf. I'm gonna pursue this and he has. Uh I've it was a nice little anecdote. I think if you focus on the I hate football quote, yeah, that's not gonna bode well for you long term with Anna. <laughs> but uh uh he also he lost me a bit with this platform analogy ab he said it's a lot like falling in love this bungee jumping you hold on for dear life you take a leap and hope something good happens in the end which led to this i have the same feeling right now that i had before i jumped off that platform i'm falling in love for you a hybrid that's a new one a hybrid <laughs> with like when they like a cross pollen a cross breeding of two <laughs> species on the one hand, you got I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you've got I'm falling for you, which is kind of an entry level into our famed love tears, AB. Where mm-hmm. could you possibly put I'm falling in love for you? Where does that rank? I think it's I don't even think it's on the scale here, Rim. It's, it's off the board like a Vegas it's off bet. the board. Yeah, it's off the board. I don't even I think he misspoke again, honestly. Never heard this. Well, it's not a phrase. It doesn't make sense. I think he probably wanted to say, I'm falling for you. Yeah. And then in love came out accidentally. And then he tried to save it by saying (laughs) for you. Like, just kidding. And it didn't. It didn't work. It didn't hit uh, for anyone except Hannah, apparently, because she gives him the rose. She seems happy with how the date went. I didn't. I had higher hopes, honestly, for the conversation. I appreciated that Garrett didn't seem to have his whole night of conversation lines scripted like some people tend to do. It seemed more real. It seemed like they were kind of bouncing off each other a little bit, but I'm with you. I just don't, I don't see the strong connection there with these two. I can't see him getting a hometown. I really can't. It was a nice date in a very bad location. There was not a lot of pomp and circumstance for this date, as evidenced by no. when they go outside to for a little uh, kiss and dance. No fireworks. Deserted. Dimly lit. Latvia Alley. Deserted. I, <laughs> I don't know where they were. I don't know where they were. Is this a random homeless person playing a violin or something? <laughs> it was. Uh, it would have been cool in real life, but if the producers think you got a shot, they open the purse strings for the pyrotechnics. That's all I'm saying. Tool's going to be there, too. Tool. Is Tool a band? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm thinking of someone else. What are you <laughs> saying? I'm thinking of someone else. Who am I thinking of? Not Tool. I have, I have legitimately absolutely no Who's clue what you're talking about. Who's the band that was there? Uh, have to move on. I don't remember. Tool. Tool is a Not heavy tool. metal band. Isn't that heavy metal? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the band that... They were there a couple of years ago. Sixpence None the Richer? No. <laughs> no. I have absolutely no clue what you're talking about. Tool. Not Tool. It's not Tool. That's... <laughs> I know. <laughs> train. 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 Train and yeah, Tool could not train. be more different. You couldn't get farther apart from Train and Tool. Anyways, you bring Train out if you're a contender. <laughs> 
I fucking love Train, by the way. I won't do a power rankings, but I'm a huge Train guy. (laughs) Back at the house. (laughs) Tool. Unreal. Okay. Uh, Garrett is describing his date to the boys, including the details about the alleged no clothes portion. Mm -hmm. Luke, not please. But if the bar is going to be very low for Luke, which it apparently is for him to continue on, we have to give credit where credit is due. He did not flip a table or throw anything through the wall when he was listening to Garrett's speech. He internalized his uh, fury (laughs) and didn't say anything except to the cameras. Uh, He bottled up his rage for a later time. Yep. To unleash (laughs) later. Uh, He says... Who would want to be naked with that guy? Great line. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a funny up. line, but it's very, very mean. messed up. But it made very me laugh. Mean spirited. It made me laugh. I mean, people would say that about me also. Not offended in the least. There's no <laughs> Go way. Go bungee jumping with that guy. If I came into a room and was like, just went bungee jumping, naked, <laughs> naked. <laughs> gen to gen, everyone would be like, what? You? <laughs> you got that distinction? <laughs> Not me? The Adonis? I don't know. It might happen. Uh... There is no way Garrett, she went bungee jumping naked with Garrett. So he doesn't even believe. He doesn't believe it. Conspiracy theorist Luke right now. He thinks they they weren't naked. Um, Let's move on to the daytime group date. It's at the Riga Marketplace, AB. You and I both, Marketplace, daytime group date, guys. Okay. Absolutely. Marketplace vibes rim. The energy is right up our alley just bapping around doing random stuff you might take pickle. a you know you'll pop pickles. over do a pick lick a fish you'll sure you know barter with the locals Seattle, barter with toss, the locals yeah just uh, slug some moonshine it could go anywhere in the market with the marketplace vibes homemade trinkets and such uh, absolutely make a connection with the local vendors uh small business owners it, Big fan. There's something for everyone. Everyone can get in on the action when there's, there's stuff to bap around to. So much so, stuff to do. And not only that, they're rolling around through the city. Everyone's getting along great because Luke isn't speaking. That's the key ingredient to this recipe. <laughs> Tyler gets her flowers. Great uh, move. Jed. Tough episode for Jed through exclusively through the fault of his own. Uh Jed, well, corny little speech. What do you want to say about Jed? Well, I'm sure we're going to touch on Jed later, but I, anytime he's on my screen rim, huge eyes rolling out of my head. I have huge eye rolls. He's not kidding. Maybe he did a whole move with his body. It's it, They're going out of my head. I can't listen to anything this guy says. Let's talk about Jed, the, the off-screen Jed news at the very end of the episode. For now, we okay. will just proceed just hate him yeah we'll just be <laughs> without explanation meaner to him than we normally would <laughs> yeah. but you'll find out why if you, it's not i don't consider it a spoiler that news story because i don't think it has any bearing on the outcome of the show but if you're tried and true spoiler free lifestyle and just don't even want to bother with it you can skip that part well you're gonna have to avoid like the grocery stores then too yeah basically i mean it's a it's a magazine cover story yeah yeah um anyway anything else on this day i mean it seemed like a really fun day they're rolling around the city they're arm wrestling in the pub they they took the tram what do you got in this conversation hannah tells the story she's like guys check out what i did last night 
me and Garrett went naked bungee jumping. Didn't tell it it exactly like that, but she conveyed the information. (laughs) (laughs) Luke, apparently, like we said, didn't believe what Garrett had just told him. This really hits him hard. Even yeah. though, again, well, you the horse's just, mouth now, he already yeah. had known this information. Do you, do, are you okay with Hannah talking about a one-on-one date on a group date? Had that been me, Rim? Yeah, that's what I'm a asking. contestant? Had that been me? Uh, I would prefer Hannah, my girlfriend, to not talk about her one-on-ones. No matter how cool the experience is, I just would I'd rather keep it out of sight. I tend to agree. I think... Marketplace vibes. Of course. Uh, I also think that Hannah knows that almost all these guys are good friends and they don't get bent out of shape about this kind of stuff. No one's going to be jealous. I think she genuinely thought it was like, guys, check what this shit is crazy. crazy. What we did is crazy yesterday. But I personally wouldn't want to hear about other people's dates. No, it just it takes the attention off of what you want to try to do, which is deepen your connection with her. But again, if you go back to when Garrett came back talking about the date, only Luke was upset. Everyone else was cool with it. Uh, So who knows? Anyway, hey, let's take a quick break and we will be back shortly. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. All right, AB, group date, nighttime. Hannah is thrilled with a, a, a daytime date without confrontation. The bar is low for this group, and by group, I mean Luke. So basically, Anytime they can go four hours without a public confrontation or argument, <laughs> having to cancel the having nighttime to cancel portion, the night, a cocktail portion or something, you know, a no rose this today. Anytime they can do that, everyone gets credit for it. So Luke was on his best behavior during the daytime. Had that been me, I probably wouldn't have congratulated everyone so early in the night. Let's let's see how let's this plays see. out. Let's see how the nighttime goes. Yeah, that's see. usually where the issues happen. Tyler and Hannah get some one-on-one time first what did you make of tyler and hannah's one-on-one time notice i did not say conversation ab time okay it wasn't a <laughs> lot of conversing hannah is too into tyler for them to get any farther than surface level information yeah, for his own she's, good she's <laughs> all over the guy he's too hot for his own good almost <laughs> to his credit ab when he was done coming with some lines and i think they're lines 
Not sleazy lines, but lines nonetheless. Oh, you mean the angel line, Rim? Angel line didn't do it for me, AB. I'm sorry. Angel line worked for me, said. No. When no. you came in on rose ceremony night, you looked like an angel, and I prayed to God you would be my angel, Rim. My heart melted. My angel, Rim. Okay, really? That worked on you? You know that you worked. had that saved up in the Google Doc, when she wears a white dress, come with the angel line. It doesn't matter. I would have done the same thing she did. Straddle and kiss. Okay. <laughs> okay. You got me confused as to which one you are now. Because <laughs> you said the line to me. You go, Rim. And I'm like, all right, so you Tyler now? I don't <laughs> Listen, I, in my opinion, I like Tyler. I think his lines are harmless. They're not sleaze lines. But they mean nothing. Uh, you know, sure. when he's saying stuff like, man, she's got the ability to move mountains, man. What are you talking about? What do you mean by that? It's, it, this, we've been, I've been on Tyler about this for the whole time. It's, it's empty calorie lines talking just like, <laughs> oh, man, you just, I don't even remember that one time he said uh, something at the mansion where it was just like, oh, she, just such a strong, you're just such a ind- strong, independent woman. Like, what, it just, I just think he's saying things that I, he thinks she wants to hear. Tyler even asks her a question, A.B., or at least he starts to. Hannah doesn't even, re- I mean, really even let him finish before the makeout session no. commences. And once it starts with them, it doesn't stop. They don't take breaks, <laughs> no. okay? You think they're going to get catch your breath? They don't catch your breath. They keep going. Yeah, you think they're going to, no, let's let's separate and have a conversation. No, it's on no. when it's on. It's on. And that, um, they're just too into each other like that, and they, they're... That, Two compatible listen, people. When you're rolling around straddling, that eats into your conversation time. Okay? Time is finite in the Bachelor world. <laughs> uh, I think Tyler had a good one on one date a couple weeks ago. Now he... But like you said, they're, he's just not... They're not taking the... They're not using their time wisely. And it kind of makes me think, even though I believe Tyler to be going deep, I don't think he can be a winner because they're not making uh, that connection like this. Give him, he's got time. Uh, he's got time. We'll see. We'll see. Before we move on, Tyler says to the camera, he feels like he's falling in love with her. Big news. I wonder if what Hannah would say. You know, wringing the cologne out of her shawl. Has <laughs> <laughs> cologne built up like that? Like a pool no, liquid? I don't no. think so. It's been a while. <laughs> Uh, Jed, one-on-one time. <laughs> Playing a little song on the piano, A.B. Well, that's what he does best, Rim. If you are you see all these other guys advancing their relationships, it's time to pull out the big guns. What do you do best? What is going to work best to further your relationship? And it's singing with Jed. It's what he does best. And it's what he does that nobody else can yeah, that's do. It. It's a way to stand out. That's his whole, the whole music thing is tainted by his admission that he came here to be a musician. So it's easy to laugh when he's doing the music stuff. We're just, you were talking about rolling your eyes when Jed's on the guitar, it's eye rolling time. So he kind of shot himself in the foot there. But if Jed were just, if Jed didn't say anything about how music is his passion or whatever, and he's here to, you know, promote his new single on Spotify, if he didn't say that stuff, <laughs> then we'd be like, damn, Jed is out here talented, tickling the ivories, <laughs> plucking the strings. But now we're like, okay, Jed. He can do it all. The guy yeah. can play multiple instruments out here. But anyway, uh, if if Tyler's Achilles heel is irresistible lips, Jed's Achilles heel is 
just playing songs all the time. So they don't talk. He's, He's got just nothing, constantly yeah. playing songs for. Her. Let's go to Luke's one on one time. Classic Luke intro, which is I want to hear from you. But first, here's my take. And then he goes on and on and doesn't ever hear from the other person. Uh, the main, the basis of this conversation that needs to be remembered is that he is upset that Hannah was naked during the bungee jump portion of the date. There's no other reason why he would be upset. Don't let him tell you. Otherwise, he's going to try. But that is the reason. Don't get it twisted. It really pissed me off, he said. What do you got in this convoy, B? This is just Luke here to ruin another night for hannah she's having a great night had a great day and luke comes with some bullshit about her showing too much skin not minding his business this has nothing to do with you luke and she can do whatever she wants on these group dates okay it is not for you to tell her what she needs to wear or not wear or how she needs to act that's up to her. That is kind of an interesting comparison because it, we know they weren't naked, but it was implied throughout that they were. And she sure. probably thought it was something that it wasn't. Uh, but it is kind of you can almost it's a slippery slope to why are you wearing that wearing that dress on that date type of thing. You're showing too much. It's a slippery. It's not what he was saying, but you can pretty easily imagine him, you know, admonishing her for wearing something too revealing. Uh, Hannah says it was my decision pal wasn't a sexual thing I was just doing the, the Latvian tradition then Luke dismisses that okay that's that's logic you can accept or not accept that but that was her reasoning then Luke dismisses that and says I'm looking for you to meet my family soon as if a naked bungee jump would prevent that that too shameful to occur as if Luke has never done anything to that he would not want to tell his family or exactly. something like that uh, and then he goes into this. No matter what you do, even if it's boneheaded or something that's wrong. Again, implying that this was boneheaded. There's no other takeaway you could have that mm -hmm. that's what he was talking about. Uh, Hannah is not. I think Hannah didn't want him to be able to ruin this night. So she didn't really. Engage, she just kind of sat there and. Uh, she wasn't smiling, but nodded along. She did not uh, want to spark some fire on this nighttime portion. So she just kind of let him go for the most part. Yeah, Luke, uh, by the end of it, he's like acting like she apologized to him for it. He's like, <laughs> I'll still support you no matter what you do. And, you know, I'll always be there for you. It's like, no, she didn't apologize. She doesn't think she did anything wrong because she didn't do anything wrong. You're in the wrong here, Luke. He's uh, he's good at convincing himself that the conversation went the way he imagined in his head because <laughs> yeah. he left this conversation thinking a group date rose is locked up. I killed it <laughs> it's like, where you spent your entire time arguing. Yeah, she didn't say anything just because she didn't yell at you for being a knucklehead does not mean you win. I mean, it wasn't so <laughs> buddy. You should have seen her and Tyler. You do not win. Speaking of, Tyler gets the group date, Rose, not Luke. No surprise. Anything else on that uh, That date in general, AB? It was a pretty good, it was a fun date during the day. Mm -hmm. Went off without incident. Um, I just, I didn't see a ton of deepening of the relationship. We're getting down to it. Like, after this episode, there's going to be seven guys left. These are the seven guys that we've been looking at as the guys with a chance now. Yeah, we're down so, to it. You're right.
Peter one-on-one date, daytime, highly anticipated. We've been talking about Peter, and he's been a Bachelor Nation favorite for weeks now, Rim. This Up is... high in our power rankings consistently. Even though he hasn't had a one-on-one. Hannah spoils the season, unfortunately, when she says he's the guy you want to see pushing a stroller in the park. Okay, Lock it Hannah. up. Why else yeah. are we here? That's what you, that's, that's the whole point of this. Hannah, you specifically told us you want to be a mom. So the guy that you see pushing around your stroller with your baby in it is probably that's an image you can't get. Yeah, yeah, that's your child yeah. in the stroller. That's okay. your kid. You yeah, picture yeah. your engine or in Peter's kid in that stroller. If you think about Peter pushing a stroller with someone else's baby in it, and it, it gives you an upset stomach, I think this is the relationship you pursue, okay? Latvian Spa Day. What do you got on these, uh, the Rachel Dratch and Will Ferrell of, from the hot tub and the SNL skit of Latvia AB? What do you got on this couple and this, uh, this activity? I didn't understand what they were up to at any point rim that one it wasn't well explained it was she not well was explained. singing at one point uh doing just stuff i don't i didn't know what any of the stuff they were doing what the purpose was was it part of this like the are you talking about the branches yeah the, the call, branches was this on the them? calming part of it or what what was what were they doing and what were they doing it for i gotta think that the branches Seemed like ever. I'm not a tree guy. Save the trees, <laughs> but it seemed like there were maybe more of the evergreen variety. Uh, uh, conifers, okay. perhaps. Perhaps they were conifers. Sure, sure. Um, and sometimes conifers have some sort of uh, subs- uh, residue on the outside. The- <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, stay with me. So you go <laughs> like if you t- not sap, but maybe more of a powdery substance. And if you're cat 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 swapping somebody with a you tell me the powder from the tree. Maybe a powdery substance. Them? Yeah, okay. just kind of. Maybe it's uh, it's got kind of a uh, exfoliation. Maybe it's for exfoliation. Ab. Okay, I figured it out. We figured it out. Got to the bottom of that. Got to the bottom of Pierce. That's <laughs> what, what it's was called. the singing for? While the other people three like people singing. that are in the room are just sitting awkwardly looking at her. You know, it was kind of rude when they're like, thank you. That was a beautiful. And she wasn't finishing. Can you wait until <laughs> yeah. the rest of finished? Would it kill you to wait? Like, wait for more than a beat, please? She's obviously <laughs> still singing. Uh, but they're in the. Let's get to the spa port. The actual in the, the, sauna. the sauna. Excuse me. The sauna. These two are in the sauna. Listening diligently to the instructions, which includes sticking your three fingers in water and making a wish. Um. It's weird stuff going on. I don't it's know not, how else to put it. Uh, uh, no disrespect. Stra- I don't want to say strange. weird because that's mean, but the weird stuff going on. I do not go to uh, which I will bleep out until they sponsor the show. And I do not. I they're making a wish is not part of the experience. I think that <laughs> just different traditions, different traditions. One thing about this particular sauna, and I think this is a production thing. They they turned down the temp, baby. This sauna was not hot enough. People go, oh, oh, it was hot, Rim. Did you see what happened? Yeah, I saw what They're happened. Sweating, it was steamy. <laughs> wasn't hot enough. The temperature was too low. The you, when you're in a sauna, you don't want to have like a light glisten, like morning dew on the grass. <laughs> you want to be soaked. You want to be in a pool. You want to be. When I'm in a sauna, I want to be dripping <laughs> in sweat. Disgusting. Not well, looking hot. A, Get the toxins out. You like hot air in general. Oh, oh my what god, I love keep, it. What do you set I your thermostat it. at? 68. But 
but but I like what it's hot outside. I thought you were gonna say eighty five. That's what I thought you were gonna say. No, no, sixty eight. I don't know why. When it's seventy, it's uncomfortable. But when I'm outside, (laughs) this is serious. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. (laughs) When I'm outside, I swear to God, ninety two is my wheelhouse. I would be ninety two. That's what I thought you were gonna say for the thermostat. Mm -mm. A cool ninety. No, because you can't sleep in that. And I like to be cuddled though. You know what I mean? I like to have multiple layers of the blankets and cuddle. But and when I'm watching TV, I like to have a blanket over my legs. You know? That's fair. Anyway, that's the that reminds me of the great Curb Your Enthusiasm scene where Larry Larry sets it at sixty eight. And wouldn't you know it, the blacks, that's their name, <laughs> preferred at like 82. Leon comes yeah. in, I'm 82 man myself. <laughs> Just a ridiculous, he goes, he goes, 68, you might as well sleep outside. <laughs> might as well sleep outside. Okay, where are we at here? Uh, Preets, is, it's a cleansing ritual. Peerts? Peerts. It's a cleansing ritual, AB. They may, anyway, once, once, uh, Rachel and Will leave. It's not long before Peter and and Hannah. You want to talk about? St- I mean, there was condensation on my screen when these two were going at it. <laughs> AB. I think Peter Mears redeemed himself after last. Up. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but whenever he oh the pool the pool situation the pool yeah. situation. I mean, hopefully he had the laceration in Hannah's skull is healed because he definitely redeemed himself, and I think this was smooth, steamy. Whoa. Dare I say sexy, A.B.? <laughs> Listen, Rim, this is a podcast that gives you the facts. We don't overstate things for ratings or anything like that, Rim. We're not here to okay? grab your attention. We're not here to attention grabbers. I'm not, here you know to, what I mean? I'm not here to lie to you to get you to think no. certain Borderline ways. Borderline journalists. Borderline journalists. This makeout session was the hottest makeout session I've seen in this show's history, okay? <sighs> That's a big leap from... Kunk. Oh my god, so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> That's me bashing her out of this. Yeah. Um It was good. It was good. The, it's weird what comparing Peter and Tyler. You want to knock Tyler because the, the connection doesn't have everything there. Peter weirdly finds himself in the same spot. I wouldn't have expected that early in the season, but he finds himself in the same spot right now. There's a chance to deepen the connection in the wooden hot tub outside do you think they did that not here rim nope Oof. no they did not listen i didn't pay much attention to this part rim because i was still reeling from what oh. happened inside that song <laughs> okay okay <laughs> you had to had to go take a walk outside yeah. go holy and smoke a cigarette after that one <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely tell which jokes are new this time around <laughs> the laughs are different the laughs are a lot different and that's a new one they burned it down with their fire ab that was a perfect hannah listen i thought it was fine i thought the conversation was fine Peter approaches it a little more reasonably. He's not saying I'm falling in love with you yet. He's I'm here for you, no drama, but there's no there's no groundbreaking moment in the in the hot tub. So, yeah. you know, it was a good date. Probably better than Garrett's already, but not amazing. You know, top prospect, you know, the first part of the workout didn't blow me away. 
Uh, agree to disagree, Rem. You see, the hands in the sauna were all over yeah, the place. Yeah, but we're talking about we're talking about, we're the talking about marriage here. Was the there. physical, obviously, obviously, you still have the nighttime. What did he to- get on his wonderlick? That's what I need to know. Ab <laughs> is the emotional <laughs> intelligence there? Is the connection there? Of course, the guy's got all the physical tools. So did Jamarcus Russell. Okay. Okay. Great analogy. <laughs> Great analogy. Yeah, I compare Peter the pilot to Jamarcus Russell. That's a terrific analogy. <laughs> One-on-one date, nighttime. The big question on everybody's mind, is there substance behind the chemistry? I think there is. Is there something there? There's got to be. Pete's not the jock guy, okay? He's He's been the sensitive thinker of the group. I had no concerns about the nighttime conversation with these two. Okay, did it live up to your expectations then? So they start talking about where they get their strength in life. Peter obviously takes this opportunity to bring up that he's a pilot, Rim. Because like Jed, who plays music, the coolest thing about Peter is that he's a pilot. It's his life. It's his career. He, he sneaks in there that every day he's you, almost... Did he say saving lives? I feel like he's... No, like he's, no, <laughs> no. Responsible for... Li- you okay. know, he's, he's resp- he is. He's responsible for the lives of the people. Now, hey... Uh, scoff at it all you want, but you get a pilot who's stinks. You're dead. All right. AB? I'm not. I'm not. You're I don't want it dead. to. I don't rest want in, it to rest in peace. Okay. That's Listen, you. That's you with a bad pilot. People think that I'm anti-pilot because of what I've said. You're not in doing the yourself past. any favors here. <laughs> Some of the words I've used to describe, and obviously my tone, my tone came Your off tone there is bad. as, Your tone as is bad. you know. You know, I don't take you seriously, Peter. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what, what it comes my tone, off as. That's what yeah. my tone was. I don't want to come off that way. I I genuinely think Peter has a cool <laughs> job, an important job, and it's something he should bring up. I just wanted to point out that it, he often goes to there. Okay, that's fine. I mean, hey, journalists got to do their job sometimes. <laughs> This, uh, the pilot talk leads to, hey, how has this affected your dating life? Obviously, jet-setting around the world, saving lives left and right, that's got to be tough. You don't have a lot of time. You're not settled down at home very often. Yep. And Peter even acknowledges it. He said, I get lonely on the road. You know, all those nights when you're sleeping in different cities and all that? He says it's been hard to find love. But that leads him to get into a past relationship. He talks about one specific relationship where he was in love the only time he's been in love. And it ended. He didn't get into specifics. It's, he stopped short of telling us. It almost seemed like he had more to the story there. There Rim. was more if, there, AB. There I don't was know more what there. you thought. The way he was prefacing it, he was like, this is tough. And she cheated on me. That's what I thought she or, was going to say. Or vice versa. I thought or for a second, versa. like, yeah. I, he was going to say, I cheated on It was something. It felt like a big reveal was coming, but then it just... Ended up being, I've had my guard up since that heartbreak. A standard, just the usual. Yeah, it was, it was the usual. But I yeah. thought for a second, like, did Peter, that scoundrel, cheat on his long-term <laughs> girlfriend? That's what I thought. That's what I thought was coming. You know, I got lonely on the road. Uh, where does that go, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he says he's scared because he's never felt so strongly for someone so quickly. I am falling for you. Entry, le- entry level, entry level, tier, which is good. That's what you're supposed to enter at the entry level. 
You, you jump up into the Robbie Hayes zone where you go drop the L-bomb right away. It bites you in the butt. He's getting ready for takeoff, Rim. Ooh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know about that one. About that, that pilot joke didn't hit. Oh, I don't know about that one. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being vulnerable, Pete. She says, Hannah can relate after closing so, to closing her heart. What am I? I was going to uh, say he's on the tarmac where I'm just keeping up with the oh, <laughs> sure. pilot stuff. We're bored. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want me to keep going? No, no. <laughs> Everyone take their seats. No, I need that. Like, I need you to keep going. Like, I need a hole in my head, AB. All right. <laughs> Thanks for being vulnerable, Pete. She says, not like that, but she said that. Hannah can relate to closing her heart after heartbreak. Says she's been in love twice. Thought she would be engaged each time. Now, this was a small thing, but I think the second one is Colton. Because in the past, on this season, Hannah has referred to being in love, thinking she was going to marry the, the guy. It's been singular. She's talked about these this situation as if it was one time. I think they... I hate to be... A little nudge-nudge. Negative. negative no, you, you saw my elbow go over here, didn't you? Yeah, I think a little nudge-nudge. Yeah, nudge. yeah, that's a good pickup by you. I think <laughs> she got the nudge to say you are, thought you were going to get engaged twice. Because... Leads can never discount how they got to be the lead. They can never pretend they're not allowed to pretend like their relationship was not deep that, and sincere. But Hannah got like six on, the, on her season. Yeah, the, the heartbreak of your season when you were a contestant on The Bachelor Bachelorette is important. So they don't want to downplay that. No. So that's what I think that was. I, I think it was probably the real number is probably closer to one than two. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, quick couple of quotes, all cornball quotes. Cr- cringy. We had a great bit here the first time we recorded. I hate to keep harping on this, but we had a great spontaneous bit here, and we simply cannot recreate it. It had to do, I compared Peter's cornball lines to my dad getting the big bucket of cheese balls from Sam's Club. It was hilarious. You should have been there. He's got Here's tons of lines. <laughs> He's got tons. Of, they're just cheesy. Oh, that's a kind of, eh, nice line. Um, <laughs> This one, I want to know every bit of your heart. Whatever that means, Hannah was into it. He gets the rose, A.B. Unlike Garrett, Pete got a punctuation on his date with Hannah. Big, big professional fireworks show outside. Hannah says she can see Peter as a life partner. You have no idea how much I'm falling for you right now, he says. Wow. As they kiss along the river. A little more appropriate for the venue, I might say. This makeout, it was not uh, NSFW, as they say, but it was good. <laughs> I like the date. I thought it was a good date. I think sure. Peter is a lock for top three. But this didn't give me butterflies, AB. This did not. Uh, I was not floating watching this. I was not. Uh, I don't know. It didn't capture my imagination, if you will. I just was like, this is good. He's good. They're good together. They like each other. People are going to say I'm anti-Peter, anti-pilot, but I've been saying it all along. I don't. I I just don't see it with Peter all the way. I think he might win the season, but him as a bachelor doesn't make sense to me. And he's not Ben Higgins, folks. Get that out of your mind. No. He's Ben Higgins light. Yeah. L-I-T-E. Um, All that being said, I think he'll make a great partner. He just doesn't have that 
pizzazz. He's not electric. Yeah, no pizzazz. No pizzazz. He's not electric yeah. on screen. When Peter's exactly. on screen, I'm like, let's see what's about to happen. When Tyler's on screen, I'm like, let's see what's about to happen. <laughs> let's, let's, what is Whoa. actually about to happen yes. here? <laughs> and when Mike is on screen, I pause it and just yeah, look. Yeah, let's snap a picture. <laughs> and, just, and just look. <laughs> Back at the house. The boys are waiting for Peter to come back from his one-on-one. Peter pops in, nucks up, nucks up for the boys, all of them, Luke included. <laughs> Big dabs. Um, if you're trying to figure out what kind of guy Peter is, he's a he's a pointy end of the knuckles guy, not a flat <laughs> flat part of the fingers knuckles guy. So you know, take that for what it's worth. It goes without saying. If I it, like, if I walked up to Peter. As pretty good friends, let's say we were friends, and we're gonna dap up. I wouldn't know if I should go for a handshake or a dap. It'd be yeah, an yeah, awkward, yeah. awkward mix-up. No matter what you hug. do, I don't he know would what do the whatever whatever I'm going for. Fist bump, dap, hug, handshake. He's gonna do something else under and it's no circumstances. Ruin it. <laughs> Would he do the clasp, you know, the slide no, and the clasp never. at the yeah, end? No. But he would he would skip that and then see that you try to do fingers, it and then he'd yeah. and then he'd snap at the end. He's trying the to be type like, oh, of guy snap? when you're done, like you're actually still thinking about how bad that handshake yeah. went. It That's taints the, type the whole of guy conversation. Yeah. If he, now maybe you'll, if you see each other every day for a while, maybe you get some but if you and Peter acquaintances Yeah. Three it's months without seeing each other? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a bad dap situation. Just, you know, that's not the worst thing in the world. No. <laughs> to some people, that's maybe adorable, but uh, that's probably how it would go. Peter's talking about his date, and Jed immediately gets up to leave. Had that been me? You stop him. Uh, hey, no. Jed. <laughs> Sit dress down. Excuse me. You're not where going to Hannah's. You're do not you going think over you're there. going, Jed? Jed, why do you have your guitar? Why are you taking your guitar? <laughs> why are you wearing a jacket? And why do you have your guitar? Where are you going, Jed? <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. I wouldn't. Uh, Jed. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. If you're going to sneak out, it would be like me trying to go TP your house, uh, walking around by my parents with a loaded toilet paper. Like, oh, where the fuck are you going? <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. <laughs> Uh, screw it, sit your ass back down, go to bed. toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to ABs. Why do you have all that toilet paper? Listen, Rim, let me take you Let me take you through a scenario. I know you've probably already heard the scenario, but let me take, let me take right, the audience through the a moment, scenario. AP. Here we get, go. Yeah, let me, let me get, get there. Get into the head of a bachelor contestant, okay? You're in the house. All right, you're, I'll be Mike. I'll be Mike. <laughs> you'll be cool Mike. Okay, you're Mike. So you're, let's say you're you're Mike, you're one of the top dogs, you're rooming with Jed and Peter and all the boys. Yeah, and I'm stacked You've, up top, yeah. You're stacked. <laughs> you got a megawatt smile. You're stacked up oh, top. Oh, I you're, love it. You're, you're set to be the next Bachelor. You're living all the life. All my clothes are tailored. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> my jeans okay, are tailored. Okay, you're in the mindset now. Yeah, I love you're, it. Let's say Peter comes back. You've you've went through the whole. He's told you about the date, whatever. The the camera crew leaves. They take all the microphones off. It's time to chill. It's time to brush our teeth. Get ready for bed. Brush your teeth, boys. As you're crawling into bed, you look over at Jed's bed. Wait a second. It's empty. Where is Jed? You then look over Rim. What's that? His guitar case is gone too, Rim. That is when you realize you fucked up and Jed's about to make a power play. You know, that's when I go into the common area, the shared 
college dorm. Have we referred to it as a college dorm lobby on this? That's what it looked like. Tiny room. of the episode. It's a tiny room. <laughs> I would get there. I'd, I'd sit in a chair by uh, a lamp that has a pole chain on it because that's how you know there's not a lot of light going to be emitted from the from the yeah a bulb and i'd sit there and i'd get it so like the light was like below my eye level so you can really see. and then i just wait i would just wait <laughs> legs crossed hands claps clasped over my hips waist and just wait and then when he comes back i'd say explain yourself jed what what gives you the right <laughs> What gives you the right like to a parent go outside the confines their, of this show? Their teenager yeah. that's coming home after yeah. curfew. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. So you have your guitar. Okay. What songs did you play? All right. Don't do it again. This is your one warning. Play by the rules. What was strange about this? We basically skipped over the whole Jed part of us. What was strange about this Jed going over there situation is it was portrayed as a good thing, because normally they portray it as like, can you believe this person's breaking all the rules? And like Hannah just got off a date with a one on a one on one date. A good this date. isn't your time, Jed. It was a good yeah. date. Uh, but let's talk about let's talk about his new single, <laughs> Mister Right Girl. Um, that was pretty good. Do you like the song? Do you like? I mean, it's I don't a bona fide hate, jam, Rim. I don't know about bona fide jam, but I don't mind the song. I would listen to that song on the radio. Let's just put it that way. With him singing it. No, that's another thing. But if okay. someone else was singing that song, he's a songwriter too, Rim. Don't don't get Jed and oh, his talent yeah, sure. mixed up. Okay. Songwriter. Here are the lyrics he wrote for Hannah. I'll be your Mr. Right girl, which admittedly, I mean, that's the backbone of a good, a good, a good line. pop song. <laughs> Next line is Hannah O'Hanna, I'll never tell a lie, girl. Okay. Which is interesting, given the news that we will discuss at the end of the that episode. he's a known liar. It has to do with truthfulness and lack of it. What's kind of annoying about this song, A, is that I hate admitting that it's kind of good. And B, <laughs> it's, obvious, it's so obvious he, you know, he came on the show, admittedly, to further his Promoted musical music, career. Yeah. So he obviously got cast in the show. He's like, all right, now I need to write a song that fits in with what I'm going to be doing on the show. What song can I sing if I'm going to be, you know, outside on the street looking up at the hotel, the bachelorette's hotel rooms, trying to, you know, get her swoon in and invite Absolutely. me up to the hotel room? That's why he wrote the song. Not a lot of heart in that, A.B. Um, anyway, Jed gets the invite inside, which leads to another song. He's got two songs, A.B. He's got a, <laughs> an EP forming here. You think he just came with one song. You're wrong. He's got a single. He's got the lead single. He's got the follow-up single, which is a little different vibe, a little more mellow. Listen, Rim, I feel like the second song was completely unnecessary. You were invited inside. Yeah. Use your time to talk to her at this point. What exactly did you come over here for, Rim? What is he? What did he leave the house to do? Is it just to play these songs on TV? <laughs> what are you he here for? Have, Jen, he what are you here for? Ahead. He didn't point that far ahead. He was like, oh, shit, I got, I got to go inside now. All right, um, here. <laughs> Let me play number two. <laughs> that's him. That's him getting into his guitar in tune. I don't know a lot about guitars, but you just go bring, and then that's it. Sounds good every time. <laughs> and that's what Jed did. So he sung the other song. Then they make out on her bed, big time stuff. Guitar right beside them, as it will be for every night during their marriage. And Jed says this. I really truly mean this when I say this. That's when you know someone's telling the truth. Is when they say I mean this truly. <laughs> Jed, Jed stopped short of saying 
I'm I'm not a big exaggeration guy. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I don't, don't want to overstate things to you, I Hannah. I never want to overstate this. Trust me on this. This is Jed. <laughs> I really am falling in love with you. I rolls rim. Jennifer Lawrence gif. Okay, and then she does. You know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, okay. I feel you. In the context of what we know, this is why the thing that we're talking about could kind of be a spoiler, because it does change the way you watch the show. If he had done that without this news, maybe we might have bought into it. We'd be loving it. Maybe. Rim, listen, news aside, outside news aside, let me tell you something about his voice, because I was critical, very critical of it a couple episodes ago. Yes. It's back in a big way, Rim, okay? How? How? The voice is back. He's on tune. He's he's less. He's he's hitting the notes. The high notes were there. He was. It wasn't. I know pitchy's not really a, a thing, but he wasn't pitchy. Okay. Sure. <laughs> what do you attribute that to? Do you think he was just nervous the first time around? I think he was a little nervous the first time. Second time around, he's had a lot of time to practice that single. Yeah, well, it's he's, all he's been he's doing. Feeling probably. better about it. All that being said generic voice though rim i don't want you to i don't want that praise to come across like he's gonna be a superstar or anything i can't he doesn't have that type of voice it's just a normal you know everyone goes to high school with someone that sings as good as jed let's put it that way yeah for example you went to high school with me so that's you know me (laughs) and i'm a good singer. no i think you're right Roasting the guy's voice, I don't, I think is fine because the moment he admitted he's here to pursue a music career, then he becomes a musician. And when you put out songs, if your goal is to put out, like we're consumers of music, so we're yeah. going to listen to him and get, if it's good or not good, we'll say so and listen or don't listen. It's it's the same with any other musician. I said that much more elegantly the first time around. It was beautiful. Which I might actually might just go. To, I still have my file. My file's good, AB. So I might put, I might so put the good slice stuff from my file. You want. Yeah. I actually am actually going to do that. Just pretend this, this file that is that I'm talking right now not getting used. Right? We're going to use my old one. My old one was good. Anyway, okay, Jed, back at the house again. Garrett and Luke, meeting of the minds, if you will. They're they're arguing about the same stuff, but there's a little twist now. We got a we got a metaphor that Hannah came up with and now has permeated every conversation had by the men. Stay in your lane. The lane analogy. Now, as a metaphor guy, I'm very particular about the details and of and how they hold up. Mm-hmm. Which is why it was frustrating to walk watch Luke completely misunderstand the meaning of stay in your <laughs> lane it's not just driving it's also it's looking it's all of that here's what he said in response to garrett accusing him of leaving his lane see if you can follow here he says hey i'm i'm driving in my lane okay he's driving okay driving and i look over and i see hannah with you in his lane in his lane in garrett's lane in garrett's lane probably in garrett's car yes presumably with no clothes on that's how luke (laughs) is imagining this (laughs) <laughs> and he said, and I'm looking at your lane. Okay. No longer focusing on the road, by the way, which is dangerous. Mm-hmm. I just want clarity. I never went into your lane. And then something about how Garrett actually entered his lane. Actually, it was you who came into my lane. <laughs> you swerved over into my lane, pal. The best moment of this conversation was when Garrett was dismissed by Luke. Garrett happily obliges, <laughs> <laughs> delivers a terrific stare and says, Sweet dreams, Luke. Walks away. <laughs> Terrific moment. Great. Anything else on that, AB? I don't think so. 
Let's move on quickly to Hannah and Luke having a conversation about their conversation. All the boys talking about getting ready for the rose ceremony, cash, shorts, chilling. Hannah pops in, never good. It's never because <laughs> she wants to hang out with you guys. It's because somebody's in trouble, and obviously it's Luke. Luke, can I talk to you for a second? Okay. Principal's office. He seems to think he's a good. This is a good thing. Doesn't have a good read. Didn't make a lot of good reads tonight. No, he hops up with a pep in his step, like he's getting oh. some extra boys. You see, in this extra extra quality time, third one on one day of the week. Who knows? No. <laughs> Hannah wants to talk to Luke about how Luke approached their conversation about the bungee jump. She's not okay with the language Luke used to describe why he was upset. Words matter, AB. Mm-hmm. Took exception to Luke saying he wasn't sure about her meeting his family. We talked about why that's ridiculous. It wasn't a sexual thing, but even if it was, it shouldn't matter. You don't own my body. AB, what do you got on Hannah just finally kind of dressing down Luke in private? It had to be done, Rim. Luke tried to make her feel bad. For what she did and what she did, there was nothing wrong with it. She can do whatever the hell she wants because like she said, she's a grown ass woman, Rim. And here's the thing. She dressed him down. She was very clear about it. And Luke's, I don't think he got it. I still don't think he got it. No, no. He saw nothing wrong with what he said. Somehow Luke keeps coming off worse and worse than he did the last week. Keeps getting higher on that scale. When I thought he had reached his peak of being the worst. I don't know how he does it. He thought he plateaued at the very least. I thought, Um, yeah. Luke is really good at softening the blow of what he's about to say. Uh, He starts, when he's ready to defend himself, he comes in with almost an admission of guilt maybe a compliment he 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 comes in he's like listen yeah uh, not the best uh, it wasn't the best thing by me so then you're like okay all right oh, I'll yeah. listen. let's see what he has to say he might be coming around now then he in- instantly gets into not my fault you misunderstood me uh let me let me just tell you this How, i didn't you, say you, that i didn't say that you you're totally remembering it wrong didn't mean it that way at all uh, let me just hold on. And he's interrupting him, himself with the let me just. <laughs> he's let me just tell you this. How about can I say this one thing over and over again? Um, he says he wasn't referring to the bungee jump when he said boneheaded mistake. He absolute that was the he only was. thing they were talking about was the bungee jump thing. Basically, everything that she heard him say, she misinterpreted. It's it's your fault for how you interpreted this. Yep, I didn't mean it. Blah 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 blah. Hannah not buying it. There's a moment there where she's like, our relationship is not on the tracks. No, Luke. And I think at that moment would have been a good, you know what? We're done here. Send him home. Actual breakup moment didn't happen. But Hannah just can't figure out if she wants to keep trying with Luke or give up on him. AB, I don't understand. What are we missing here? Why is it a 50-50 proposition? Where and when is the falling in love occurring? Because it, it seems to me you like constant bickering. It doesn't make any sense. He's ruined four consecutive weeks of your life in paradise. She's she's going to all these amazing places and she ends up like getting on the plane pissed off because of Luke every week. I think there's got to just be something that's not airing. There's got to be something. with them. There's got to be something because 
Something's missing. He here. made it. He made it this far. He's probably going to make it further. There's got to be something. She she let him stay after not giving him the rose. She even says, "Why is this so hard for us?" Well, Hannah, you're in a situation where it doesn't need to be. <laughs> you're, you're, you're in a situation where it doesn't need to be hard. You have tons of other guys. Just you let all, him you go. Have all the control in the if world. If something's just hard in the Bachelor and Bachelorette, and you're the lead, you get rid of that person and get rid of the stuff that makes it hard. It's just strange because Weird. it's it's not like he's sweeping her off her feet when they're no, not. No, he's a dummy. It, she can't still be holding on to that night one. It can't be that anymore. You've seen 10 times as much of him since then. It yeah. can't be that. <laughs> there was just nothing in this conversation that was redeemable for him. Like, there's nothing that was like, Agreed. okay, we can make progress jumping he took off of this no responsibility. Took no responsibility, did not apologize, and you ended the conversation for some reason better off, and he ended it better off in your mind. It makes no sense. His strategy seems to be to just tell her that they're right for each other until she believes mm-hmm. it. Yep. It's he's just forcing his way into his li- her life. There's a name for that, I'm sure. I don't know if it's Stockholm syndrome or what, but he's like, no, this is going to work <laughs> out. This is going to work out. This is going to work out. And it's, so far, I guess you could say it's working out. It keeps getting roses, they be. Uh, yep. In the foyer. Now, the next time I exaggerate will be the first AB. Everything around here, level-headed. Uh, Facts only, right? Measured. Okay. We don't say things. Unless we mean them. Unless we mean them, and we also don't say things lightly, Rim. We mean we've thought no. of them through. This is what we know to be true. Go ahead. Should I say this is what I you know think when I write what I'm about to say down? <laughs> and then I go, yes, because it's true. <laughs> this was one of the great... <laughs> This was one of the great batch this was one of the great bachelorette scenes of all time. Okay? Abbott and Costello could not have scripted a better rat-a-tat-tat than these two. They couldn't have. First they're laughing about Luke misunderstanding the lane. I think it was Garrett who's like, You would guys wouldn't believe Luke doesn't get the lane thing. <laughs> what they said. <laughs> then Luke comes in after from his extended period in the principal's office. And how does he start this? Maybe the way he started this once again, incredible, amazing. This was an amazing start. Once again, Luke cannot read a room. Walks in, he's like, "Sup, fellas? None of these guys want anything to do with him. Keep in mind, that's no. not how I'd enter a room where everyone <laughs> hates me to begin with." Sup, fellas? Uh, just got done talking with Hannah. I know you're gonna ask me about it. Let's get down to it. Let me answer your questions, but. I'm not going to answer any of your questions. I'm not going to nope, talk, about, gonna it, talk okay? about it. Okay, it's not it's talking private. about this. <laughs> and, I mean, it reminded me of Ryan from The Office when he yeah. comes back from Thailand. He's got the blonde hair, and he's like, "You guys want to hear about Thailand?" And they're like, <laughs> "Yeah, dude. I mean, I guess I don't care that much, but you can tell us if you want." He's like, it's "Indescribable." <laughs> so that's it. You're not going to talk about that. You refuse to give us any deal. Okay. I mean, fine, fine, Luke, fine. <laughs> then Luke blames Garrett. Okay, see if you can wrap your head around this one. He blames Garrett for talking about the details of Garrett's date because that's the reason he got upset. Okay. That's why I went into your lane because you talked yeah. about your date. But also, I didn't go into your lane. But also, you, you came went into in my mine. lane. <laughs> you came into my lane by talking about your date. Unacceptable, Garrett. 
Luke is pointing here at everybody. He's, He's I can't standing. even do this. I can't do this scene justice. I almost feel bad even attempting to. But we got Luke. He's 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 getting taken he's on fire from all sides. He's agitated. We got Tyler who's throwing barbs. We got Garrett <laughs> who's being calm, but he's he's getting a little little he's chirps in shots. there too. Um, Luke seems so he's standing up. He's pointing. He's telling everybody, "You stay in your lane. You stay in your lane. You stay in your lane." Mike, you're cool. Obviously scared of he Mike because he's got Mike 150 pounds on him. He doesn't want the Mike smoke. No, he really, he really doesn't. doesn't. I mean, that's nothing not, to do with him. Luke seems to think staying in your lane means you can't acknowledge the existence of anyone else <laughs> or any situation. You just have to just not even interact with anybody. I thought it was very. I, I just think this scene is worth a rewatch. I thought it was very funny. It Tyler was, and Garrett. It was laugh out loud funny. They put him in an absolute pretzel. He's T- Tyler at one point was like, "Explain it." He was like, "You guys, you guys weren't there." And he's like, "I know. Explain. <laughs> like, just tell yeah. us." When you when you say out loud what he wants out of this, he doesn't want to hear the details of your date. But also, he needs the, he needs the details. The details cause Hannah's his girlfriend, <laughs> he's and he's got to know. But also, I'm not going to tell you guys anything. You don't need to know my details. So he wants to know everything, and also nothing. Anyway, I'm I'm laughing. I'm having a great time watching this scene. It could not you could not have scripted a funnier. This flustered scene and then chris pops in chris harrison well chris uh, he's got his ear to the the door there rim he's waiting for the yeah. perfect moment to pop in and and unleash this news on the guys when it will really hit them uh cocktail party's canceled it's pretty much <laughs> luke's fault is what he said <laughs> hannah just knows what she wants uh but just so we're clear chris didn't say this but so we're clear <laughs> This is on Luke. And then Luke, camera cuts to Luke. Every, everybody knows that this. she just got done talking to you, He's the only Luke. person she's talked to. You were in trouble. She just talked to you for 20 minutes. There's no other conclusion. You made her upset. The conversation obviously didn't go well. We knew it wouldn't go well. We know how these conversations you have go. They go poorly. And the cocktail hour is canceled. The cocktail hour is canceled. I don't even know if I said that yet. It's canceled. Everybody's like, Luke, geez, dude. And he's everybody's walking out of the room. And he's like, he's like, this isn't. This isn't my fault. This, this isn't me. Come on. You take it <laughs> how you want, guys. No. I didn't do I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> this is ex- this is totally because of how Hannah feels. Well, why does she feel that way, Luke? <laughs> hey, wasn't me. Wasn't no, me. No, no. I can already see you guys trying to blame this on me. No, not me. Uh, yep. Mike, you can you're welcome to feel how you please. Garrett. <laughs> Oh, we missed this. At one point, Jed was like, can you bring the volume down? Like, we're all adults here. And then he's like, yeah, no, I respect that. Garrett, (laughs) did you hear what Jed said? (laughs) Just the most childish person. It was a great scene. It was a great, great, great. I was crying laughing watching this scene. Anything else, AB, or should we get to the rose ceremony? No, let's get to the rose ceremony. So Hannah, who canceled the cocktail party because of, the, because of all the sh- distress caused by Luke, opens by praising everyone for how great of a week they had. Okay. To me, maybe have a cocktail party. There. I <laughs> yeah. see no reason why you just... Uh, this was this one seemed unnecessary to me, honestly. Yeah, this was not... I don't yeah, think this one yeah. needed to be canceled. I think, I think it was more, if you'll remember, who the last two 
that weren't going to be getting roses were. That's who. That's what this Dylan was about. Dylan and Dustin. The nose ring guy and the guy's name, I don't know. Those Dustin two guys. Dustin and Dylan. Those two guys <laughs> okay. were left. She knew she wasn't. It was very clear, extremely clear who was going home. So let's just cut the bullshit. Let's just get rid of these two. I think that's what it was more about, less about Luke, honestly. I think it was more about this is a perfect time to cancel a cocktail yeah. hour where I'm right after this discussion too. I think that played a role too. Um, the roses Garrett and Peter have one-on-one date roses. Tyler has a group date rose. The order comes as follows. Mr. Right. Girl. <laughs> That's Jed. Mike, big Mike, Connor, Connor. So remember Connor, Connor was the one that we were so high on yeah. and hasn't, to say he hasn't had any screen time lately would be an understatement. He hasn't had any breathing time. He hasn't been on screen long enough to take an inhale and exhale. Another nothing episode from Connor, who we at one point, I had him in my top four, I believe. Yeah. It's really, really sad to see because he seems like a good kid. The last rose goes to Luke. Yeah, obviously. We got a two-on-one to do to deal with next week, Ram. Of course, he's going to be think there. A two-on-one's coming this late. I in the think season. there's going to be a two-on-one next week. Garrett and Luke are going on a two-on-one, and anything could happen. That's the thing. So Garrett's not locked into win. No, bet. he's really not. Even though Luke's already Luke's already been sent home once. Basically, you got to remember he was sent home. <laughs> uh, and maybe that's where that preview comes from, where he's yelling at him, and you are not going to mess it up. That's my Luke. <laughs> uh, when Hannah gives the rose to Luke. She whispers, there's goodness inside of you. Doesn't look thrilled to be saying it or delivering the rose to him, but she does it. Basically, Luke is being rewarded for not being completely irredeemable. You're not a totally lost cause. I don't understand. He, I think he kind of he is. is. But that's just <laughs> me. Did, this episode might have been the worst thing he's done to her. You, you're not going to marry Dustin and Dylan. But they're nice guys, and they earned the opportunity to go to wherever you're going next. Sure. At least one of them. After the ceremony, Chris asks Hannah directly, kind of as a surrogate for the viewers, like, why do you, I mean, what do you even like about Luke? What is the good (laughs) thing that you're seeing here? Why do you like him? And she says, I'm either falling in love with Luke. Why? Which I, we, which we have not seen. There's no evidence to suggest that is happening. Or he's making me go crazy, for which there's overwhelming evidence <laughs> every episode. piling on right now. Anything else on this episode before we get to the Jed scandal? No, let's get to the Jed. If you don't want to hear it, skip ahead a couple 30 seconds slips. In addition to Jed admitting that he came on the show to promote his music career, he also has a serious girlfriend Wow, back home. Recent photos are on uh, People Magazine. People Magazine, big. Mm -hmm. That's a big publication, Rim. Big time. Big time. That's not (laughs) cheaters.net. That's a big deal. And a screenshot of a text message where he says, I love you, allegedly while he's boarding the plane to go be on the show. Incredible. That's from Entertainment Tonight. Incredible. Grocer Joe would never... As the saying goes, AB didn't laugh because he's distraught. Um, <laughs> you hate to see it, Rem. You hate to see it. Now, we understand that this is a reality of the show, but we don't often see it with a contender who lasts 
seven plus episodes. And we don't think this guy's going anywhere. Like, I wouldn't be totally stunned if he won this season. And then what the hell do you do? Like, what if he's one of the final two? That's a true. This is a disaster. If he's a final two, it's a disaster for Hannah, obviously, and the the show. show. Yeah. Because I think this is my theory. This is my observation. I don't know anything, but it seems like if this if Hannah chose Jed, this would be more of an all hands on deck emergency. I don't think she would be chilling on making Instagram stories. Yeah. Happy go lucky. I think be it would like, be a we need much to re-record BFD. some stuff. <laughs> we need to get everyone out here and like redo this. They have to redo. They have, they would switch it up and have a live final rose ceremony yeah. where she gives the rose to Peter. Yeah, it would be something like that. So that's why I don't think that's speculation on my part. That's why I don't think he wins. I don't either. So that's what happened with Jed. That's why he's a scumbag. He was a likable guy. Yeah. Uh, before it's that, I kind of turned on him with the music thing because I, you know, come on, don't just say that out loud. But now I don't think there's any team Jed members. Anyone who knows that information, um, let's quickly go to the mailbag very quickly because AB has to go. Seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Last week you asked what could the franchise do to make you stop watching. I answered on behalf of everyone and said nothing, nothing. They couldn't do anything. But people actually had legitimate things. Hannah in Boston said they would need to not cast Mike as the next Bachelor. I'll that'd be, be tough. That'd be tough. I'd still watch, but that'd be tough. So you're on. You're on. You're wanting that now. You're expecting that now. I'll say Mike. Yeah, yeah I think Mike will be the next Bachelor. Okay, at this me point. too. Yeah, uh, I will be done if it's not Mike. I don't know if I buy that hand up, but I, I get the sentiment. Yeah. I get the sentiment. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, Emily in Iowa City. Giving the goose recurring screen time, like replacing Chris Harrison Wow, with him, I would never watch again. Yeah, I can see that. I would like that because it's so outrageous. It's never going to happen in a million years. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know. They did, they did have Chris and Crystal on the... He'll be back. I, they're not done with the show, but he's not going to be like a. Congratulations major to Chris and Crystal for getting yeah. married, by the way. That's they another Bachelor in Paradise they couple. Made they made, made it. it. Yeah. It's, it is kind of crazy to think about, like, basically this time last year, Chris was in a relationship and then he was just like, oh, I'm mad at you. And then he went and talked to Crystal and then that was they're it. married now. That's nuts. <laughs> that is nuts. <laughs> uh, Mandy from Memphis, Tennessee. Along with Jamie from CR, Caitlin from Portland, and others all said, if Luke P. is the next Bachelor, I would never watch again. Not I would never watch. I wouldn't watch the season. Wow. I would never watch again. See, that'd be be crazy if that happened, but. I'm, I think I would watch it more so if Luke... That would be must-see TV if Luke no, was dude, the it Bachelor. Would be bad. I mean, <laughs> who knows be, what would two happen? Two hours of that every night? Oh, that would be so bad. It'd be bad, be but bad. I'd watch because it's that bad. Oof. I hope we never find we'll ourselves never in that reality. That. Yeah. Don't worry. Last one, Tracy from Chicago. It would take a lot for me to ditch the show, but I would if they made it more than two hours long. Mm-hmm. Or did more mid-season clip shows, which that's, I think is reasonable. Two hours fair. is a long time. Two hours, Two hours is a long, long time. time. Yeah. 
A lot of dedication. AB, do you have a question for next? We got a lot of other mailbag entries. We read them all. We are absolutely short on time. So, AB, do you have another question for next no, week? No, let's just let's just do a free free for all this next episode, okay. Rim. Just Wild see card. what everyone's talking about. I just so wanna, in the time that we since we recorded structure. the last episode to now. You still haven't come up with one. No, I still don't okay. have one. <laughs> just wanted to be clear on that. This is your second opportunity. I had four hours <laughs> to come up with one. <laughs> nope, couldn't do it. All right, uh, let's quickly go to our current top four. AB, in the interest of time, I will go first. Okay. Number four, Mike. Mm. Number three, Jed. These are not personal top fours. These are likelihood of winning top fours. Well, don't don't reveal it. If somebody skipped that part, we don't want to tell them. Number two, <laughs> Peter. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Number two is Tyler C. Okay. And the tiebreaker between Tyler C and Peter is I think Peter and Hannah have a little more depth. It's not just physical. I think there's more there. Okay. Tyler C has a chance, like you said, but all right, give me your top four, please. Four, Luke P. Three, you haven't had him in a while. I've had I him in my had top. Him in the you t- haven't I haven't had, had him in, in my top in a long time. Number three, Jed. Real scummy. Bottom of my power rankings for him. Okay, the scumbags. <laughs> Two, Tyler. Yeah. One, Peter. Stays there. Okay. And I don't see him moving. Pretty similar. Pretty similar. Who is? You want to know who's dead last out of the seven left? Connor. No, Grocer Joe. Connor's number eight, AB. <laughs> <laughs> the guy is so the guy's tumbling so quickly, I can't believe it. Say something. Say something, Connor. Do so, do anything. Make a come with a funny quip something. to the camera. Give something. Involved. Make a funny face. Come was Tyler on. on was Connor on the group date? I don't remember. Was he in the marketplace? I don't, I don't remember, remember seeing him I remember one time. Dylan and Dustin in the marketplace <laughs> doing funny stuff. Not Connor. Disappointing. Golly disappointing <laughs> hercules gift from the old days kevin sorbo okay ab's ab's bachelor headline of the week brought to you by no one shout out to my tnt crew nba on tnt ab what do you got this is from fan cited okay luke sucks jed sucks pete you're cool <laughs> that's from fan cited and it's that's, it's good and that's my opinion. That's how uh, I. That's <laughs> my thought now as well. That's a good way to get. That's a clickable headline. I'll go. Oh, yeah, let's I'll see. Click that. <laughs> um, okay, uh, that was funnier the first time I heard it. Pretty funny the second time. Great headline, <laughs> AB. Appreciate all <laughs> the work you. you do scouring the headlines for The Bachelor. All right, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, apologies for, I'd say the C minus quality of this episode. Uh, mistakes happen. Won't happen again can't guarantee that but i'm promising it <laughs> please uh if you're into it follow us on Ro- uh, so uh, instagram <laughs> at rosecast podcast if you're getting merch if it's arriving this week which it should be if you ordered last week and you don't mind showing it off on the old inter- internet please tag us in your post or on your story or twitter or wherever we'd love to see it absolutely we would love to see it um the handle for Twitter and Facebook, also the same. Rosecast Podcast. On Podchaser, we are holding strong at number two in the universe. We may have, breaking news, we may have a little sweepstakes prize giveaway situation down Ooh. the line with them. So, please get those reviews in now. Thank you to everyone who has left one already on podchaser.com slash Rosecast. 
uh, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anything. Hey, thanks for listening. Really genuine. The boys are delirious it, from four hours of talking. I, honestly, God, my throat is a disaster. <laughs> I told people on Twitter last night that we were going to do a special Hills New Beginnings segment after the this episode. Not going to happen. AB's got to go. We will save that for an exclusive video on Instagram TV. Couple minutes wow. talking about the hills. Uh, so we'll leave that there. So I apologize to everyone who's looking forward to that. Guess we'll just have to wait to find out what we think of the new show. Thanks everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. Talk to you later. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.